growing up, we used to go on family vacations to the beach all the time. And my family and I, we would go on walks near the water. And my absolute favorite thing to do was to sprint and to run along the water. And I would run so far that I couldn't see my parents anymore. I would go so far that I couldn't hear them anymore. Once I got back to them, finally, I would do my second favorite thing, which was to walk in their footsteps. Now, I know that's a silly story, but I think a lot of us in, that, in this room, in this place right now, are doing the same thing with our college years. I think a lot of us are running through our four years here. A lot of us are running and chasing a degree, maybe a relationship or a ring or a friend group or popularity. And a lot of us are gonna spend our four years running, not taking a single step in the Father's footsteps. Now me looking back on my family vacations at the beach, I regret that so much that I chose to run instead to follow. How much more so will I regret that for my college years? I'm here to tell you tonight that if you've been running, there's grace. And I'm gonna talk about Luke chapter eight and we're gonna see that, that when we draw close to Jesus, he can change the narrative of our stories. He can change the narratives of our lives. So I'm gonna set up the stage a little bit and I'm gonna talk about the woman in this story this woman had a disease for 12 years, so what we need to understand is that she would wake up every day with shame and guilt. She probably went to every doctor, maybe saw every friend or family member that would meet with her, and she had no answers. You know, it's funny because sometimes we call days or weeks or months, we call those dry seasons. Well, this woman was in a 12-year-long desert season but she catches word of this man named Jesus. She hears about his power and his wisdom, and she realizes that she has to meet him. So in a setting really similar to this, in a crowded area, this woman makes her way towards Jesus. And in verse 44, the scripture says that this woman comes up behind Jesus to touch his cloak. And I think that describes a lot of our face right now too is that a lot of times we'll come up behind Jesus and just try and grab what we need. We just want healing. We just want something from him. We don't want to come before Jesus because we don't want to be fully known because that's hard work, because he's going to ask me to do something, because he's going to ask me to commit to something, and I don't want to do that, so I'm just going to come up behind him. I love Jesus' response right after that. He says, who touched me? Before when I would read that, I thought that Jesus was saying that to prove to the disciples that he was awesome and knew everything, but that in reality, that's not what he's saying. He asked that question because he knows this woman and he knows her heart. And he's saying, you just want healing from me? Are you serious? I'm gonna give you more than that. I'm gonna change the narrative of your story. I'm gonna turn your grief, I'm gonna turn that into grace. Your misery, I'm gonna turn that into your mission. Your cries, those are crowns. 
I'm going to change your tragedy into your triumph. The next part of this passage is so awesome because it shows the transformation of this woman. You see, we can't put a period at the end of a sentence when God's trying to put a comma. He's not done writing your story. So this woman, it says in scripture that she was coming up to Jesus because she can no longer go unnoticed. That should be the response of our faith. When we encounter Jesus, our faith should no longer go unnoticed. We should have a boldness. We should be changed. Then the scripture says that this woman fell at the feet of Jesus. No longer was she trying to come behind him. Now she was before him, completely surrendered, fully known and fully loved. And then the perfect way to end this passage, Jesus calls a woman who is nothing, an outcast, a nobody. Jesus calls this woman daughter, making her a part of his family. You see, I think this story is such a perfect picture of the gospel. Because God, he's in the business of using broken people for his glory. That's called grace. So right now I'm going to ask that you just close your eyes. And if you've never had an encounter with Jesus... That's available to you tonight. Maybe you haven't been walking in the footsteps of the Father for a long time. Maybe you want to do that right now. You can recommit to that right now. So I'm just going to ask if you want to encounter Jesus for the first time, can you just raise your hand? If you want to recommit to Jesus, just raise your hand. If you want to walk in the footsteps of the Father, just raise your hand. I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to continue to worship. Father God, we are in awe of who you are. We are in awe that you've sustained us every week, this semester, that every Monday night or Tuesday night you have met us here. Father, I love that resurrection is not something that just happened once 2,000 years ago. I love that you are resurrecting us still today, right now in this moment. Father, you are rewriting someone's narrative. You are creating new chapters in people's lives. You are writing new pages. Father, you are resurrecting broken people, hurting families, lost identities, careers, and hearts. Father, we love you, and we pray that your presence wouldn't just rain down on us right now, Father, but that it would fill us. That it would be a holy wellspring that transforms us from the inside 